Now, I'd never have thought that this was one of the most controversial things that you could say today. Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible. We're looking at another one of the really big questions today and that question is what it means to be human. What it means to be human. This is something which uh, philosophers have been debating for you know hundreds of years and it's something which you often find today. It's particularly in things like science fiction. You know, when I was at school, I wrote an essay on this book here. This is Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. And this book was um, became the movie Blade Runner. You might have seen that. Just thinking through issues of what it means to be human, what distinguishes us as human beings from robots and you know, what distinguishes from animals and everything. Are we unique? What does it mean to be human? Really fundamental question. So we're going to deal with all of that in you know a few minutes video. Actually, we don't think we're going to deal with that in just uh, just a few minutes, but there are some really um, important things to say uh, as part of this. So let's get into it. This is the Westminster Shorter Catechism, and this is question and answer 10. How did God create man? God created man, male and female, after his own image, in knowledge, righteousness and holiness, with dominion over the creatures. Okay, so there are four things, four important things about what it means to be human in this. So we're going we're gonna to break it down. The first thing is that we're made in the image of God. So let me read you Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. So we're made in the image of God. Now what does it mean to be made in the image of God? Well, there's a couple of things. The first thing is that we bear the family likeness. So people say to me sometimes that, oh, Phil, you look like your dad. And, and I, I do look like my dad. I have to admit it. And um, sometimes people say to me that my daughters look like me or you know, they say that they look like their mum or, or whatever. But that's the thing. When we're part of a family, we bear the family likeness. And that's that's what God made us to be, that we bear his likeness. That doesn't mean in a physical sense. That doesn't mean that God has a body but that we we look like him in terms of how we are our, our personality that we're made to uh, we're made to be like him and we'll think a little bit more about what that means just uh, in, in a couple of minutes the second thing is something which isn't so common for us now but something which would have been important when genesis was written think about it if you're living before the age of the mass media and tv and everything how do you know who your king is how do you know which empire you belong to? If you're in a small tribe, you'll know. But if you're in a bigger empire, you might not necessarily know. And so this is what images were used for. If you go down the road to Colchester and you'll see Colchester Castle, that was built on Roman foundations. You know that uh, Britain was a Roman, uh, was under Roman rule for a while, and Colchester was initially the Roman capital of Britain, and they built a temple to Claudius there, and um, you can still see the castle was built on the the foundations of the temple, and you can still see the foundations today. You can go down into them. I've been down, and it's quite interesting. And one of the things that they had in that temple was statues, you know, a statue of Claudius. I think they had a statue of Nero. They found a, a statue nearby, which they believe was in the temple, and it was just to remind people this is who your ruler is. This is who this is who you belong to. And it's a bit like that with us as human beings. We are meant to be 
um, God's rulers over creation to remind creation, to say to creation, this is who your God is. So we are, in a sense, God, God's given us his authority to say to creation, this is who I am. I am God and these are in my image to, uh, to rule over you. The second thing is that we are made male and female, and we already saw that in that previous verse. Now, I'd never have thought that this was one of the most controversial things that you could say today, being made male and female, but it's something which is is fundamental to who we are. And I'm not going to go into all of the controversies about transgender and everything. You can There's lots and lots of good, good stuff that's been written, and I can maybe point you to one or two, two books about that uh, in the description down below. But I just wanted to say that being a man or being a woman is God's gift, that it's not something which is accidental to who we are, but it is it is fundamental to who we are. And it's God's gift to you. Masculinity and femininity are things which God has given and they've given to you as a gift. So if you're a man to be masculine, if you're a woman to be feminine, that is that is right. That doesn't mean, by the way, that we need to be masculine and feminine in kind of 1950s gender roles. Um, that you know, uh, men can like knitting or you know traditional sort of feminine things, and women can like football and whatever traditional masculine things. It doesn't matter at all. The point is that we glorify God when we embrace our identity as men and women, and that's good. That's the good and right thing to do. And it's important to say that male and female, men and women, uh, together are the image of God. What does that mean? That means that we are in God's image when we when we come together, not just when we stay apart, but we when men and women kind of relate, come together. And of course, we see that in, in primarily in marriage, don't we? In man and woman coming together to 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 um, bear children and to bring up children. But it's not just coming together in marriage; it's coming together in all sorts of ways. One of the ways is you know just sort of working together. And I know I've worked in all male offices, and I worked in mixed offices, and my wife has worked in all female offices. And um, and I think we both prefer offices with, with the mix of men and women. The offices which are all male or all female tend to be have a bit more of an atmosphere, whereas mixed offices uh, tend to work better. I just find that they're, they're I prefer them, and um, and that's the thing. I think when men and women come together, not just in marriage but as friends, in as colleagues, uh, in all you know, just in life in general, then life is better because it's together that we are uh, we image God. It's together that we show something of who God is. So the third thing is it says in knowledge, righteousness and holiness. What does that mean? Well, this is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Be perfect therefore as your heavenly father is perfect. And that's what this is getting at that we are made as we said to be to be like God. We are made to love in the way that God loves. So God is love and God made us to reflect that love and we are supposed to be like him and God is perfectly righteous so we are to be perfectly righteous. God is to be just so we are to be just. That's how God made us. Now we'll think about why we're not like that in future sessions but just for now I just wanted to flag up that we are to be like God because that's how he made us to be to reflect him. And if you'd like to see a session looking at that verse, I just did it this week in the Sermon on the Mount series. You can go and have a look at that if you want, thinking about the law and why God gave us the law. The fourth and final thing is that we are to have dominion 
overcreation. This is what it says in Genesis 1 verse 28. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And, and that's the thing, that we're meant to be rulers over creation. Now that doesn't mean ruling in a harsh way or uh, abusing that. In the Bible, ruling means caring for. It's a bit like being a steward or a, a caretaker. You know, we are given entrusted with God's creation to look after it. That's the point. And so we are supposed to, to rule over creation. We're supposed to you know, to make the world a beautiful place and we're supposed to cultivate lovely gardens and, and architecture and all of the good things about the world that, that humans do. You know, we're supposed to make it a beautiful place. But we should be against things like animal cruelty and pollution, the way that we, we mess up the world. Um, that humans do a lot of good in creation, but um, we need to be mindful of the fact that God's given it to us as a responsibility. So we should care for creation as well and not abuse it uh, too. So that's what it means to be human, means to be made in God's image. It means to be made male and female. It means to be like God and it means to have dominion, to care for creation. That's in a nutshell the things that it means. Now let's take a moment to pray as we come to an end. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have uh, made us in your image. Uh, you made us male and female. You made us to be like you and to, to care for creation. And we pray that you would help us to grow in doing all of those things, to understand what it means to be uh, male and female in your image and to, to um, grow into the people that you want us to be, that you designed us to be. Please help us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks very much for, for watching. Do subscribe for the next one, uh, which will be next week, the next Thought for the Week. And um, I hope to see you again for the next session very soon. But until then, God bless.